When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Hey everybody, welcome back to Draft Vice, and we are here, and wow, it has been a crazy weekend. I'm here with Mr. Sean Barry. Hello. Host of the Big Barry Podcast and Two Mike Minimum. That's right, I'm a dual podcast threat. Uh, constantly listen to those. You want to hear about uh, all the local comedy news and out inside and outside of your scene for Two Mike Minimum. And you want to hear me be funny with my friends, listen to Big Barry Podcast, which Walter will be on this week. Also, what's uh, your uh, Instagram? Uh, Twitter follow handle? me on Instagram at BigBerry63. You can follow my podcast at Big ba- at the Big Berry Podcast on Instagram and Two Mike Minimum on Instagram. Awesome. That's all my plugs. And we are also here with our friend and other stand-up comedian, Harry Van Ness, if What's you remember up? him. What's up? Uh, just a little message to the listeners. Everything I say on this podcast 100% reflects the views of my employer. There we go. Smart. And Harry, what's your uh, Instagram, Twitter? Um, uh, my uh, Instagram handle is uh, just Harry Van Ness because I'm not original at all. That sounds very original. No, that's, a, that's a good... Like, that's better just be your name. I guess you're right. Yeah, instead of Fart Boy 69, you know? Or Brojo oh, Death Punch. Like, who the Brojo, fuck fits like yeah. a Brojo Death Punch name, right? What the fuck is that? What a loser. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, you can follow me at Brojo Death Punch at, on Instagram, Twitter, and all uh, platforms, pretty much. All social media. All social media is Brojo Death Punch. And uh, you can follow the podcast at DraftVice on Twitter, at DraftVice underscore football on Instagram. Check out that Instagram, man, because, like, yo, we post so much weird shit. Or actually, just mostly football shit. Yeah, sports. Yeah, it's all sports. It's uh, the, the football. Like, if you're going there for, like, sexy bikini girls, that's not going to be there. Sorry. Well, it might be eventually. I mean, don't don't hold yourself back. I mean, you know, we could once this, like, podcast gets up there, yeah, then we'll, we'll, be, we'll be like the new Barstool Sports. Yeah, we'll go Barstool. ahead and we'll start paying women to be, Jive. like, half-clothed on our website uh, or Instagram. Except we're not going to film people in the shower, right? I mean, Harry, have you been in the shower recently? <laughs> No, no I do not shower. Like That's gross. You, you big bath guy? Yeah, I'll be bath guy instead. Yeah, I'll film him in the bath. That sounds romantic. Sponge bath. Yeah. Getting get nice and deep. SpongeBob square bath. There we go. There we go. Anyway, so uh, I, we usually start out with that the fun draft stuff, and we'll get to that. But, dude, there's been some breaking uh, news know, in the some, world of the football. Some breaking freaking moves. Uh, Andrew Luck, of the formerly now of the Indianapolis Colts, has announced his, formally announced his retirement last night. Dude, that is crazy. I and everybody I think found out about this like very awkwardly, right? Yeah, I got a text from my brother just out of the blue. It was on the train home. Uh, I heard it from my wife's boyfriend. I was shocked. <laughs> I and I got a text actually from somebody who was previously on the podcast. Like, dude, this is crazy. Is this true? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't have sources. So I yeah. looked. I saw it was uh, Adam Schefter. He's usually got some good news. It's pretty rare Schefter's wrong. Every once in a while, see, I waited for Rappaport to come in and say something, yeah, and yeah. and Rappaport, like, kind of yeah, uh, gives the thumb uh, My favorite too. thing about it is like the you know like reporters who break like break sports news is that one guy will break it and the other guy will break that he just confirmed the other guy broke it. Like, yeah, that's my favorite thing. My my favorite thing when stuff is is like reported on like Twitter is when a Barry McCockin or yes, that's a guy's name. He takes uh, is like he'll pretend to be like Adam Schefter or Adrian Wachowski or whatever, just and just say something out there like Andrew Luck punched a Make a Wish kid. This is the worst <laughs> thing to ever happen in the month of September, like and then it. people will fall for it. I like how you just outed them like Bruce Wayne is Batman, Barry McCockum's the the fake Adam Schefter on Twitter. Oh, there you go. Well, I mean, like, listen, he kind of deserves it. He's he's creating a 
little bit of a fake news historian. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, he does. I mean, he's a menace to society. Oh, he's hilarious. So. Yes. Um, so, dude, what do you guys think about this? This is crazy. 29-year-old quarterback who everybody thought was going to play this season, right? Yeah. No, they yep. thought this was going to be, like, one of the top picks for the for the Super Bowl. And now the odds for them going to the Super Bowl with Jacoby Brisket and Chad Kelly are probably a lot lower. Uh, his name is Swag Kelly, I believe. Swag Kelly. Swag Kelly. Uh, yeah, no, this was nuts, man. Like, I, I knew Andrew Luck was banged up. I figured he was going to miss some time, but I didn't think he was going to freaking retire. Uh, you know, I get it, though. Like, he's this guy has been just... Well, it's I. It's on the Colts because remember those. There was that stretch here where he had no offensive line, and it was just getting beat up and beat up after every game. He was the only weapon on that team, and he still brought them to the playoffs a bunch of times. And now this is the what happens, man. Like football is a dangerous game. Stand, NFL doesn't stand for national football; it stands for not for long. Like that, you're in, you're out. Yeah, it's uh, like he. He was the tow truck on that team for a while, and it ended up costing him his shoulder. He was out of the, he was basically out of the NFL for a year because of that shoulder, and then came back, and people weren't sure if he was going to be right last year. Yeah, remember, remember, there was the big thing is uh, I think it was like game two or three he played, and uh, they had to make a, uh, a hail mary throw, and they had to put in uh, Jacoby Brissett to do it, and they're like, oh, is his arm not strong enough? And they purposely the next game had him throw a deep ball to. You know, dismay the rumors, but clearly he's he hasn't been a hundred percent since twenty fifteen, maybe. Yeah, and I mean, but he played well at the end of last year. Yeah, he played great last year. I think when he was confronted with this calf injury, it, it really kind of woke him up. It's like, dude, I have to go through this again. We don't even know what it is. He, you know, there was a point where he didn't know if he was ever going to be able to throw a football again. Yeah. And then you get a lot of people who were like last night. I mean, this news broke at the wrong time. Like during your preseason game, when your starter's not on the field and your backups, the backup who's going to be the starter week one is not on the field, but they're there and they're in the stadium and they're watching. Yeah. And now everybody knows and he's in the stadium. That is the worst time. Like that is the worst timing. I will say now the Colts uh, fans are currently the worst fans in football. <laughs> I can name guy... a fan base that might be no, a little worse. No, no, no. As of right now, like listen, it constantly changes who's the worst fan yeah. base in football. But right now the Colts, nope. the absolute booing your guy as he walks to the field. You remember, he's retiring not because he wants more money. He's nope. retiring because of injury. You know what, Sean? I think you're right. Like, like Pat's fans, as much as they hate them, they would never do that to Tom Brady. Like the only way they would ever boo Tom Brady. Is if he married a black woman. That is literally the only way. <laughs> That's fair. Remember, he abandoned his kid. Yeah, but he kisses people, the other one to people, like people make up for that. it. And he beat up his daughter. People forget that too. <laughs> He, and he eats dogs. For, like That's actually how he builds up his uh, muscle masses, yes. from what I've understood. The CB12 method. That, there you go. And kissing eight-year-olds. Don't forget that. People forget that. I I can understand. Like Part of it might be the players were booing. I, I mean, listen, the fans that booed were fucking horrible. I think there's a, a bit of shock that goes into that fan base. I, I'm trying to look at it from their perspective. Listen, this guy's a player. They, I feel bad for the him and that he's gone through all this. And I'm sure that in their mindset for that two seconds, keep in mind, this news just broke. And they're all standing there going, what the fuck? I'm sure their heart just sank out. Granted, it's football. You can't take it that seriously. Like, I know we're doing a podcast on football, but you can't take it that seriously where it's like, oh, the guy who has gone through concussions, torn labrums, nearly destroyed his shoulder, now his calf is just not working like the way he wants it to. Yeah, it's completely understandable. Like, I think it's just like, you know, you're on Twitter, you're reading, like, they gave out the reasoning why behind it. It's not like, oh, I'm just, yeah, I just don't feel like doing this anymore. No, like, this guy's been through the 
been through hell and back and like clearly if you physically can't do it you physically can't do it and keep in mind he's saying goodbye to 65 million dollars a lot of freaking he money. also has to pay back 25 million dollars. oh i didn't know that yeah he's got to pay back 12 million in his signing bonus and then he also got a roster bonus this year that he's probably got to pay back as well so and now maybe the colts are going to make a deal with him there's some teams that will say you know what we'll kiss the money goodbye you know you were a major player this happened with calvin johnson and the detroit lions yeah, that's right yeah and this is why he has such a bad relationship with them mm. but yeah like they so he made this decision knowing financially, like he could have phoned it in. He could have came back and just been a bad quarterback and just like, you know what? I'm just going to check down every three seconds. Like Derek Carr. Tom Brady. What? Tom Brady. <laughs> but at least yeah. Tom Brady gets him to the to the Tom Brady's playoffs. Won, won the Super Bowl at 41 years old. Listen, I got you. You're a Jets fan. He's been Thank you, your, Belichick. He's been, he's been whooping your ass for 20 straight years. Just Belichick's just, been whooping your ass. At a certain point, you need to just learn to lay down and just take it. Like they only got... Maybe five more years of doing this to you. <laughs> yeah. Some of us are Giants fan and understand how to beat good teams. Not the moment, but <laughs> no, <in> the past. <laughs> they can't beat bad teams at the moment. Hey, we're fine. Well, yeah, we're, we got to figure that. Hey, well, now we'll, we'll get to that later. We'll Mark Sanchez yeah, beat uh, Tom Brady in a playoff game, and oh, that's why I choose oh. to remember him for. Well, also, so we last had you on when know, the when the draft had just happened, and they had drafted Daniel Jones, and you were not happy. No, so I wasn't. After looking at this preseason, we'll go back to the Andrew Luck thing in a little bit, but I actually kind of wanted to hear more about. Okay, that. I went from uh, a. Uh, well, let's see, apocalyptic uh, hatred of Daniel Jones into cautiously skeptic. Like, uh, it's still, here's my thing, it's still preseason. Yes. It's still preseason. Like, uh, lots of people have shown greatness in preseason and sucked asshole in the real in the real game. He's still not going against the top-tier guys. Uh, I will say he's made some nice throws. He's a lot more athletic than I had originally seen the tape of. And, you know, I I, I think, I still think that the he would have been there at 17 and we could have gotten Josh Allen. Uh, who somebody compared to LeBron James the other day of football? Uh, I mean, they—they're they, an absolute. Who's been an absolute beast for the Jaguars? But it's fine. Like value-wise, I stand by my critique of picking him at uh, six or whatever, six or seven, whatever it was. And but like, because I think he would have been there at seventeen. But as of right now. I'm definitely much more warm on Daniel Jones. That's good to hear. I mean, especially because he's your quarterback. And like you said, keep in my mind. quarterback, that... man. That's my quarterback. <laughs> Remember, T.L.? What, it, what, what a time. And keep in mind, preseason, like, Deshaun Kaiser had a, a good preseason two years ago. Then the team went 0-16 yeah, for the people, Cleveland Browns. If that man got you Baker, you should be H grateful. Hugh, Hugh Jackson. <laughs> yeah, Hugh Jackson, Deshaun Kaiser, man. What a duo. Right. 4-0 uh, in the preseason, 0-16 in the regular season. So. That, see, and that, that'll tell you, like, preseason does not matter that much. No. Like, the uh, uh, 07 Lions went undefeated also. That's, that's a running thing. You go undefeated in the preseason, you go 0-16 in the uh, regular season. So purposely lose a game in the preseason. I mean, basically, that's game four. Just like, all right, we'll throw the worst guys out there. You guys don't win at all. I can't believe they still even do game four as a preseason because they're just so pointless. I think in the new CBA, or they're going to come up with some kind of deal to cut down on the preseason games because, yeah. A, a lot of the stars don't play them anymore anyway. So it's really just to see who you have on your roster. It, it, no, it's just making cuts. Like, you bring in 110 guys to camp, you got to get down to 53. It's finding out who's – more or less, you also know – your first forty. It's those. It's those thirteen slots that guys are, are fighting for. And practice squad. Yeah, and more importantly, making hard knocks. Like that's the most important thing. Oh, absolutely. Because you need those guys who you like. You can go ahead. Like, like well, the Browns had somebody at a tight end that I don't even know if he's uh, Kajust. It was yeah, and his brother, who by the way was uh, drafted as a tackle this year. 
but uh, he was a tight end on the Browns, and they they focus on uh, on Kajus the whole time on Hard Knocks. Then this year they'll they'll have somebody else. That's basically you're right. They're just characters on Hard Knocks. Yeah, they're all they're all TV characters at this point. Uh, by the way, how great is John Gruden on Hard Knocks this season? Better than he is on he's, the sidelines. He's made for TV. And oh, he's yeah. so good. Like I want they just signed him to another ten year, hundred million dollar deal. I'd watch him on Hard Knocks forever. I don't care if the Raiders go four and twelve every season. They're not my team. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's the key thing. I'm pretty sure Raiders fans would be upset. Listen, they're locked in for at least. You figure they're not going to fire him at least year six. I think so. Now you have to pay out eighty million bucks, and plus they're moving to Vegas, so we got at least. I don't get what like I don't get what convinced that guy to sign that contract and get that uh, out. They think they look like each other. That's my that's their running theory. Well, they kind of look like also, they're related. I to- also, I could totally see in an interview. John Gruden just being like, like just talking to the guy because he is a football guy, being like, this guy, yeah, I, I believe in him. Him and Rex Ryan, I'm like, I feel like in an interview, interview room, there's no one better on the field, sure. And uh, we were talking before about the, the the Giants and Daniel Jones. The one thing I was saying, I think when you were on, when we had you on, I was saying he's kind of like discount Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, we haven't seen more than what we would have seen from Tannehill in a preseason game. That's true. I like to think of him as more of a discount Matt Ryan. Well, and. That's kind of what Tannehill is, is a discount Matt Ryan. No, nah, but I'd rather say my version. It sounds better. Well, yeah. It, it's, well, maybe he, it's like maybe a level above. It's a, maybe. Li- it's a little buff. So, like, all right, Matt Ryan's a discount. Uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. So, you know, I'll take that. I'll take that, like, three down from Brady. And know. Tom Brady's a discount Trent Dilfer. No, he's a real expensive Trent Dilfer. Are you really one of those guys who's like, Tom Brady's a system quarterback? I am 100% one of those guys. Yikes, I can't imagine living in denial like that. How is that denial? You you can't hit a guy for more than five yards. Yeah, and he, forty-two years old. Like, and he and he kisses. Well, his now son he's definitely the a system quarterback. Then yeah. at four hundred and thirty-six. Also, I'm all in on him kissing his son the legs. The more dads should kiss their sons. Enough for this patriarchy. Just leave the tongue out of it. Yeah, well, I mean, I slip the tongue in it so you know it's real. <laughs> is that getting cut? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's all right. Don't don't edit this. Uh, I don't know, have you seen it? Very rarely gets edited. No. Anyway, so uh, back to Andrew Luck, man. This is going to be uh, yeah, yeah. It's an end of an era. Yeah, but right? well, it's it, it's the people now that the babies. RG three is still in the league, and Andrew Luck isn't. But he took a year off. That's that's so fair. as long as Andrew Luck comes back in a year. Well, all right. So let's stay woke on this. Andrew Luck's dad is the commissioner of the XFL. Yes, I heard about the, the Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon's brand new, well, not whatever, returning football league. Uh, it's coming back. The retro XFL. Could it be like they're playing a massive power play to give them a huge new star of that league? I'm not, I'm not, I don't think it's insane to think that. It's the football equivalent of Hulk Hogan going to WCW. It's a false flag is what it is. <laughs> I don't know what any of that meant. That's uh, Jesse Ventura. Oh. Yeah. I, I don't think that would happen <laughs> because the amount of money he can make just being on the, the Colts, like... Money, yeah, money yeah, you're wise. kissing Unless, away. Like I said, you're kissing away almost like sixty-five million dollars. Yeah, but what if Vince McMahon gives him a hundred million dollars? Do you think Vince McMahon's really gonna give him a hundred million? They're not paying the rest of the players that much. Yeah, but Vince McMahon doesn't give a shit about other players. Also, because he'd still have his contract. I think there's probably something in the contract about who you're allowed to play with in uh, retirement. I'm sure. So, well, there was all the leagues though when they signed those contracts. Oh, but you you think they don't keep that in mind in case the guy retires? That's like, true. oh, what happens if this guy retires and goes to the CFL? That's true. Yeah. Or uh, you know, Euro Disney or whatever, or any kind of other like, or the what's it called, arena football? Arena football, yeah. yeah. But so, I think like the one person like we're not thinking about in this whole thing, 
is OJ. I mean, he drafted him in his fantasy league, and yeah. like we, it's like OJ. He's he's had his back against the wall like every day for the past twenty five years, and the guy just wants to play fantasy I, football. I agree. Look, what did OJ ever do to you? What did he ever do I to mean, deserve it? I think we can all definitively say drafting Andrew Luck last night is the worst thing OJ Simpson has ever done. It sure is. <laughs> No comment from the lawyer. (laughs) I mean, he, uh, I don't know what else he's done, to be honest. Uh, He did make those uh, airplane movies, right? Uh, uh, Naked naked Guns. One and two are pretty good. The third one he phoned it in. Gotcha. Come on, OJ. Yeah, I I don't know about it. Maybe he should go back to just playing football instead of playing fantasy. I, he looked, I love he to looks see pretty OJ good. Make a comeback. I mean, I'm sure there's, 74. He looks great. I hear the Chargers need a running back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Melvin Gordon still. I'm sh- and I'm sure OJ or even even the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Yes. Lot still a lot of holdouts uh, at uh, this point. I mean, we're what ten? Like no, we're yeah about ten days away from yeah, football starting that Thursday. It's a week from Thursday, so yeah, ten days away. Thank God. I dude, this is going to be an interesting year, especially. But that's the thing. That's the shocker with this whole Andrew Luck thing. It's it does, happened two weeks before the start of the season. Yeah, well, I mean, you figured he was fighting back the whole time. I mean, he clearly just felt like he couldn't do it, or started the you know season on the DL. But you know, and plus, after a while, living in Indiana just weighs too much on you. Well, listen, and thankfully, in Indiana, Andrew Luck's the best looking guy there. Uh, anywhere true. else, like he, I don't know if he realizes this, but being ugly and out of the NFL is no way to go through life. Yeah. I but mean, if you have a million dollars. I got my book club. Uh, I got my wife. Uh, that's my Andrew Luck. I mean, if you got millions and millions of dollars, you could find yeah. people to hang out with you. That's true. Like, you could just pay friends. That, that happens. Like, Ted Turner was able to get laid, so why can't Andrew Luck? Yeah, but Ted Turner had a lot more money than Andrew that's Luck. That's true. I guess the real question is, what do the Colts do from here? Uh, I guess you have to tank this season, right? Lean in on yeah. Jacoby Brissett. Or, but, like, here's the thing. Jacoby Tank, tank for Tua? No, no, they they already have a They're great already, quarterback. But this is the thing. Like, they got Chad Kelly, baby. They do have Swag Kelly. I'm all in on Chad Kelly. I, I think, well, think about it. They uh, Jacoby Brissett got them a couple of wins and when they were a crap, crap team. Like, yeah. they didn't have anything on but that But Jacoby Brissett's, like, a really good backup. He's not your starter, though. Well, no, what I'm saying is, is like, are they really going to tank? Like, no play, like no team ever really no, truly tanks. How really... you tank is you get rid of good players and yeah. you try to accumulate they assets. They do have a lot of talent. They have, like, they, they've re- really rebuilt this team to get back into Great contention. Great offensive line. Offensive line's there. So, I mean, I don't know. Can you trade for somebody? But not really. So, you have to – you need a new number one court. Like, Jacoby Brissett will win you some games. I, but he's not leading you to the playoffs. This this is what you do if, if you really want to tank. You, you, you go to, like, the four somewhere in the middle of uh, – I don't know, Northern California, you go in, you see a shirtless, bearded Mark Sanchez chopping wood. It'll be like, Mark, we got one last job for you. And then as he's like ex- going into the helicopter, he walks into a tree and like fumbles the axe. <laughs> uh, the only problem is going 0-16 sucks for a fan base. Yeah, it's not a good time. Well, they had like Peyton Manning for like 16 years and had Andrew Luck for an extra six. So they, like, they did. Deserved... They were able to bounce They're... back nicely, but yeah. you know. I mean, two is the going to be the most scattered out, and then the year after that's... Uh, well, there's also Herbert, too. Oh, Justin Herbert. I keep forgetting about him. Uh, I don't think they're going to be high enough this year to get it. No. I don't. I think it's going to have to be next year, and I, I think they have to try... You could trade down. You could trade for it. Well, that's the thing. You're going to have to trade pieces. assets to get them. Yeah, I mean, you have to, though, because you need a number. Now you need to start... You need a franchise quarterback. The and... other option would be is maybe trade for Rosen. Yeah, but why would the Dolphins give him up? Because be- they love Fitzpatrick that much? 
well, no, because I think the, the, the Miami Dolphins are trying to tank. So if Miami Dolphins are in the position to draft a quarterback this year, they're either going to do yeah. one of two things, yeah, right? But if, they're either going to trade down to accumulate assets or they're going to draft a quarterback. Yeah, but if you want to tank, like Ryan Fitzpatrick is not the guy you want because he's like just no. good enough to get you like six, seven wins, but like not nowhere near good enough to make no. get you to the playoffs. Fitzpatrick's so. the best guy for it, but at least it's exciting when he sucks because you never know if he's yeah. going to throw up 500 yeah, but, yards that week yeah, or five interceptions. Yeah, but, yes. but to tank, though, I'm, I'm saying just to like tank and just be bad. No, he's not a good quarterback, but he'll win you like just enough games to five. keep you out of those top 10 picks. So. Yeah, but he'll, you know, he's getting older in age. I figure he's going to lose you more at this point yeah we say that every year but then he was like oh he'll awesome throw, he'll throw out some he'll throw out some he, he won the first three games last year like and that, that was a lot of teams just not taking them seriously yeah. also because they're those offensive the weapons also have a lot of talent too. yeah like the, their offensive weapons with oj howard mike evans chris godwin last year they had deshaun uh deshaun jackson, jackson. yeah they, the bucks should have been better a lot better these last few years than they've been it's just you know james winston's it's been a massive disappointment well they literally had no defense last year that too and they their o-line was a bunch of guys they hired from starbucks yeah so between can't those can't i didn't get hired right like uh, i'm sure you were like next on the list so close. So close. And then you could have used your uh, your your uh, football savvy to become stand-up comedian because you could have yeah, used that like, yeah, oh, trying, I'm I'm now yeah. the, I'm the starting left guard on the, uh, the, the Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and let me tell you, that's where a lot of my comedy came from. Actually, was just being the funny guy on the team. Yeah. Hey, hey now. Yes. So, uh, are there any last thoughts on this Andrew Luck situation? Uh, sucks to be the Colts. I wish Andrew Luck all the best. I did like watching him play. And Dude, he was, he was fun. Because they could be behind guy. in a game. And I actually feel, you know who I really feel bad for is T.Y. Hilton. Because yeah. now he's yeah. got he's got Jacoby Brissett and Chad Kelly throwing him the ball. That's the guy who's on the later stage of his career. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton's got, what, maybe three, two, three years left? At most. Because yeah. he's a he's a downfield threat. He's a speedy receiver. Yeah, I don't... He's slowing up. So maybe maybe the Colts do the right thing and trade him somewhere to a contender to get some picks. Yeah. Jets. We literally have like oh, no, Robbie. The Giants Ernst. need a receiver really badly. <laughs> Giants need literally everything really bad, except a running back. Yeah, we have or the best, tight end, but we have the everything most else. running back in the league, but that's about it. Yeah, well, you guys also have to figure out who's your starting quarterback. It's Eli Manning. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> no, I'm fine with that. <laughs> he can't hit a like right now. His arm strength's kind of waning. Nah, he's got it. He's fine. It's like all right, I'm gonna throw it to. Oh, I threw well, it at also, the ref. We, well, to be fair, we don't have anybody to catch the ball. Golden Tate's gonna be out the first four games of the season. Uh, uh, you yeah. had people to catch the ball last year, and you no, didn't. No, Odell sucked. <laughs> Odell was out most of the last season too. People forget that. You guys still had Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram. Sterling Shepard is the most one of the most overrated guys in the league. He never catches it when you need him to. <laughs> I, I listen. I'm not saying Eli's at his peak. Isn't obviously. he just the guy they gave a contract to? I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> of the, I'm aware of our current wide receiver core. It's not great. I don't like the whatever. I'll, we can get into it later. What's next? Uh, also, one of the news uh, items that went down uh, came up last night was Lamar Miller had a, a torn ACL or potentially has a torn ACL. Oh, I didn't even hear yeah. about this. Yes, this kind was overshadowed by game. something a little bit bigger. Yeah, a little tiny bit, but that's that's huge. Yeah, he uh, he uh, hit in the. I guess he planted his foot. Helmet hit his leg. Oof, that's the worst. And they're they're fearing it's a torn ACL because it like went right above the knee. Uh, but the good thing is they traded for Duke Johnson a couple weeks ago. Now, I think they spent quite a bit on him. It was a conditional fourth rounder to potentially be a third rounder. and But I think Duke Johnson could be a, a three-down running back. Yeah, they can, they can get something out of it. I mean, 
nice part is in the modern like age, the running back position is not nearly as important. But yeah, the the big problem is is they don't have an offensive line in general. Exactly, and like they really rely on Deshaun Watson just to run around the defense. He's gonna die at one point. Oh no, they're, they're, they, that's the problem with this is that you know the high powered speed offenses work so well in college is that you know you just need your quarterback to be the most athletic guy in the field. But in the NFL, everyone's the most athletic guy in the field, and they're, they're going to take a lot more hits. Like, I don't care how fast your guy is. Like, sure, you can do your Russell Wilson bullshit and duke out eight guys in a row, but eventually number nine's going to hit you. Well, speaking about that, I was watching the, the Arizona Cardinals game, and Kyler Murray, like, just got toppled on. Like, they had a 300-pound defensive lineman just fall on top of Kyler Murray. Yeah. Like I heard they took off another inch off his height. <laughs> like dude he well that's a big question because he doesn't look huge either on the field oh, by the way bull absolute bullshit when they measured him at 510 he's 58 max yeah he's, he's small now i don't actually have a worry but he also he had a lot of uh passes batted down at the line of scrimmage which I, was one of those things that people worry about with short quarterbacks yeah it's also one of those things you worry about with really tall quarterbacks because apparently like anybody above throwing, six seven yeah seems to throw bad. it that's like the mike glennon issue Mike Glennon, Brock Osweiler. That's why, that's why every quarterback wants that six, like six three, six four. Like that's that's like everyone's to like, six five. Six five is good. Yeah. Most of the most of the good quarterbacks are about like between that range. Yeah. There. But uh, yeah, with Ky- first off, this brings up the big question with preseason. Like you know how many everybody wants to get their starters into preseason at one point just mm-hmm. to warm them up. But this yeah. is what ends up happening is that you get a lot of these players who get on the field for the first time. Yeah, and somebody gets tagged like naturally as you would. Like, but and Lamar Miller goes down with an injury, and I'm sure we'll hear a couple of more. Uh, I mean, we've already had a few. I mean, yeah, no one. Thankfully, the you know it's the rep to the last preseason game, so no real starter is going to be getting anything. They'll do their walkthroughs basically at the beginning of games, but no one's no one's going to kill each other. And I brought up uh, Kyler Murray before, and I mean, have you guys watched any of the other uh, the preseason three games or the? Uh, yeah, I've been watching the Jets. A lot of I watched a little games. bit of the Cardinals Raiders. It's the one downside of uh, stand up is that night during games. So. Yeah, it's it's a hard time like kind of fitting it in. That's why I don't do stand up on Sundays. <laughs> that's why I, I, I that's why I have NFL Game Pass. Not not a sponsor, although they sponsor every other podcast out oh, there that does that. Baby, that'd be a good sponsor. Yeah, right. There you I'll, go. I'll come full time on this podcast. Here we go, yo. So. Uh, NFL Game Pass. Yo, uh, come. Uh, uh, holla at your boys. Yeah, right? Our sponsor, Big Berry Podcast, whichever one you want to do. Yeah, there we go. Um, so, anyway, uh, Kyler Murray, uh, in that, I, I watched him in the Arizona game. He, uh, like, smacked, pummeled. Like, it was. And not only that, but one of my big worries now is after watching the last two games with Kyler Murray in them. The, the preseason. I'm worried about Cliff Kingsbury being an offensive play caller. Yeah, yep. I, don't, I don't. I still understand that hiring. Like the guy was a mediocre college coach. Sure, he wasn't even high. a head coach. Yeah, he, he was the OC for the Texas uh, Raiders. When yeah. uh, sub 500 with Patrick Mahomes as his QB. Exactly. Like clearly, like he had, you know he has some offensive like I guess scheming ideas, but like. He's not putting it for all together. College, for college, though. college, yeah. That's and... the thing. And college is different than the NFL. So there was one play that I was watching the other day with Kyler Murray on the field. Like, this was the one where he actually caused – they had a safety in the end zone. And they, first off, they had no hot reads. So if you know what a hot read is, it's when you – basically, uh, a player's coming uh, – if you have, like, a blitz, so your five-man protection is not going to hold up, you have a, a player you could check it down to. Usually it's a – sometimes it's a running back, but you could have a receiver on a crossing route or a receiver running into the flat. The flat is the area to the side of the, the offensive line. So that uh, basically you have a place to throw the ball, so either you can get rid of the ball 
or you're throwing it to a player and they can get a couple of yards. They didn't have anything like that and their protections were like were horrible. Not only that, but their offensive line protection is really weird too. They they're spreading them out almost like this is college football yeah. and the center's left alone on an island going up against some of the most athletic guys in the NFL. I know, you're telling me no center, basically no offensive lineman can take uh Aaron Donald. That's what I was about to say. Thank you, Aaron Donald. Who they play twice a year. Who's who's going to play twice a year? And he's the the guy's an absolute animal. Like I I played offensive line in college. I I know the position pretty freaking well. You need to be able to be scheming and staying like like, that's thing is you're a unit. You're not individuals. Like that's how this works. Yeah. (laughs) Like so being able to scheme up double teams and take. I don't know. I'm I'm an old school power O guy. Uh, when it comes to offensive schemes, he's like, yeah, so many teams. Yes, I get. You want to spread air the ball out because people like points, but also you need to know how to grind. Like, really just get in there and just mash the ball down a little bit. But I I, well, especially I, think, I think the Cardinals are going to be a disaster this you season. You describe that in a really hot way. Just grind it down, get in the uh, Football balls is in. very sexual. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, you're grabbing balls. It's a lot of big guys. Yeah, a lot sla- of touching lots, butts. A lot of slapping ass, uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, especially where you got to stick your hands when you're trying to get the ball if you're under center. Well, what was the last time a quarterback was under center in the NFL at this point, though? I mean, they were sticking Kyler Murray under center I, I last know. night. I'm just joking. Because everybody's in shotgun now. Yeah, well, that's because college, they almost are never under yeah. center. Yeah, no, 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 kids, no, no one does under center anymore because everyone's all about a high-powered offense. But defense wins championships, and well, that's the saying. <laughs> well, yeah. no, it's true. I mean, just look at I mean, lot, look at the look, Pats. Look, look at, yeah, look at the last Super Bowl though. Yeah. Well, that was dude. That was mix of good defense and, and then some really off. bad offense. I think it was. I think Jared Goff was terrible. No, no, no. I think uh, it was more so Rams defense played well, and then for like the Pats side, I think it was just Goff was just so horrible. Well, no, also Belichick. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Stephon Gilmore or uh, Dante Hightower could have been MVP, but they gave it to freaking Edelman. Well, yeah. Well, Edelman, Edelman was the only, again they only give a shit about offense. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But also, since you were talking about uh, what uh, what position on the offensive line did you play? Uh, I played uh, guard it was in college, but I was too small to play tackle. I played tackle in high high school, and I used to tackle in the center. But I got I was just I I was the quick guy. Yeah. So I was gonna. So that's a lot of trapping, a lot of pulling, uh, you know, a lot of double teaming and stuff. And uh... so and in, so when you're run blocking, so when you saw my trapping, and it was when you're pulling the guard, you're moving like because you said yeah, he's moving. the quick guy, you're moving the guard. Yeah. And get that second level. Often you use that a lot in outside zone. You can, uh, you know, you'll do it in uh, power schemes as well if you're doing some gap power. Uh, but the what I was really getting to is, were, who was more athletic, the offensive lineman or the defensive lineman? Uh, different types of athleticism, I suppose. But I mean, your traditional athlete, athletes D line, like they just need to be so much quicker off that ball because you know offensive line knows the snap count ahead of time. So like you know, like offense, it's more reactionary, and you're trying to more or less you're trying to stay put. And uh, you know the defensive lineman, he's 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 bringing his forward momentum on you, and so you're you know, you're the you're the stopgap. Yeah, you're you're trying to hold him back long enough so that he doesn't hit the quarterback. I know. See, now I'm not. I feel like I should be. Uh, we should be standing up. And I should be showing you how to bird dog real quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. God, I haven't played football in years though. So I'm getting old, Walter. But that also explains though why like the, the Cliff Kingsbury like offensive line setup is really bad because like when you have the tackles on the outside versus like so. If you ever notice, you watch like the the guard, the center. It's really hard to get through a, like a guard and a center because you have guys who are built and they're stuck together, right? You got, easiest way it used to be a lot of times you wanted a good pass rusher on the outside. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you're seeing a lot more D tackles, a lot of three techniques trying to rush from the inside because getting to the quarterback through a straight line is quicker. Yeah, and you're pushing the pocket up in front of them, and that creates a lot of like tension. Basically, you know, it's it's that old uh, you know what's the quickest 
spot between two places a straight line. Yeah. Yeah. So now when you're you know putting space between the center and the guards, mm-hmm. and you're giving the the defensive lineman a a one on one with the center, and being able to go ahead and pick whichever way he's going, he's going to eat up the the offensive lineman alive. Yeah. Yep. So, so yeah, I don't, I don't expect much out of the Cardinals this season. You, you said you wanted to do some predictions, right? Uh, playoff. Yes. Predictions yes. So that's uh yeah. Well, uh, let's do that right now. Actually, uh, who do you guys think are making it to the playoffs in the NFC? Uh, NFC. Uh, you, 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 wanna, you, you can go first. All right, NFC. All right, I think North. I think that's Bears division this year. I think. I honestly think Bears. I think I said this last time I was on the podcast. I think Bears would have won the Super Bowl if Cody Parkey could make a goddamn kick. I could only see them getting better. Their defense is overwhelming. I I seriously do think Mitch Trubisky's an underrated QB, so I'm picking Bears to repeat as NFC North champions. NFC East, I think this might be a little bit of a hot take, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I think uh, I think it's gonna be the Cowboys. Like if uh, if uh, if it was a hundred percent bet that Carson Wentz was gonna be healthy, I would pick the Eagles. But I'm still picking Dallas. I th- again, I think Dak is not that too far behind Wentz. Even though I, they have probably one of the best backup quarterbacks now in Josh McCowan. Yeah, who doesn't love Josh? Dude, he'll be I, the he, next. He was your guy. He was going to be the next guy who, who yeah. leaves the like leaves the Eagles with a fifty million dollar contract yeah. after he was about to retire. I know. Yeah, God, so smart. Good for him. Yeah, dude. Uh, you know, he was money. you know he was a great mentor for Sam Darnold, and he was good like his first year with us, but he was garbage. Those games he played last year, you know, so. all the important games he was garbage in. Oh, of course. That's that's how it works. Yep. So, yeah. So I'm picking. With or without Zeke, I'm picking Dallas because again, you don't know if Wentz is going to be healthy for the Eagles, and uh, and the Giants or Redskins, they just aren't, they're not good enough to make the playoffs, if you ask me. So, I'm I think Dallas is the safest bet for the. So East. we got Bears and Cowboys yeah. from you. Yeah. What about uh, you, Mister Barry? Me. All right. So we're just doing. All right. Uh, I actually, I'm picking the Eagles in the East as much as it kills me as a Giants fan. Uh, I think uh, I think Carson Wentz is going to be healthy this year. You haven't heard much too much out of him, you know, this preseason, but I think that's actually for the better. He's a lot of people's pick for MVP this season, which I can also see. Plus, you figure the Eagles had a classic uh, Super Bowl hangover last season, so they're going to be coming out. They're going to come back hungry. Gotcha. Uh, in the North, I'm going Packers uh, <laughs> because I know that that Bears defense is nasty, but I don't trust Mitch Trubisky. Plain and simple. And Aaron Rodgers, I still stand by as the best quarterback in the league. I would Bring, agree with that. Bringing in Matt Lafleur, I think it's going to be a Big change for them, big change up. I think they, I think they just needed some new blood, which I think they're going to get a nice infusion of. I think it's going to be close. I do think it's going to be close. I think the winner's probably going to be ten and six, but like you know, one of those like ten and six, but he had more wins over the other team. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers does own the does own the Bears. He does. And not only that, well, and he played well against him when he was injured last yeah. year. Yes, bad, oh, that, times, bad times he's come out off, on one leg and beaten guys yeah. is just obscene. Coming <laughs> off the bench last year, that was just something magical to watch. Like. Like I'll say this as like an unbiased fan, there is no player in any sport like that I enjoy watching play more than Aaron Rodgers. He when he's at his best, like just the hail mary throws are so fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. well, and that was that was why him and dude him and Luck for a while were two of my favorite quarterbacks to watch. Yeah. And now it's down to Rodgers, and how many more years do we got of that Rest guy? So, I I actually kind of side with uh, Mr. Barry on this one. I was going with the Packers and the Eagles because I a I, I mean, listen. If the Dallas Cowboys' offensive line stays healthy and their defense plays to whatever to what they did last year, I think they'll they will make a wild card spot, and that'll probably be one of my wild card picks for the right. NFC. Mm-hmm. But as far as who's winning the division, I'm going with the Eagles with a potential wild card spot for the the Cowboys. Yeah. 
And the Packers, I think this is the bounce back here. They spent a lot on defense. They uh, they got two pass rushers in free agency, plus they drafted Rashawn Gary, who I was not a huge fan of. But uh, just because I wasn't a fan of somebody doesn't mean they can't end up being a good player. Right. Sure. But uh, so I, I, I side with that one. What about the NFC South, you guys? NFC South. See, this is the most I think the Saints are going to repeat. Like they looked, I know they, I know they're probably, I don't think they're going to. You're gonna be like as good as they were last year necessarily, yeah. but I still don't see uh, Matt Ryan's getting older. Like freaking uh, all that Carolina has is like Christian McCaffrey. So I'm picking a, uh, I'm pick is like I'm picking the Saints to repeat. They did look good yesterday, so uh, I think they might be one and done. But to win the division, I'm sticking with Saints repeating. Uh, see, I think that I've, NFC South is gonna be the best division in football. I think this year, like, like at least competitively speaking, uh, I'm picking actually picking the Panthers. I think I, I'm thinking Cam Newton's gonna be a comeback. Love Cam Newton. I think he's gonna be comeback player of the year. I think uh, Riverboat Ron's gonna put it back all together. I think it's gonna. I think I think they're gonna do it. I think it's, it's gonna be very tight though. I think the Falcons are gonna bounce back a little bit after you know another downturn. And I think the Bucks are gonna be better than people think. I think bringing in Bruce Arians as head coach and bringing in Todd Bowles as defensive coordinator is really gonna be Todd Bowles not. A good head coach, but I think he's an excellent defensive coordinator. I don't disagree with their defense being a lot better, mm-hmm. um, especially because they're de- you I have know, to get I, better I, I than their defense good. last year. And anyway. I know it's Jameis Winston, but this is a payday year, and you know I think guys like goodbye a lot. Crab oh, you believe legs. in the contract year? Yeah, uh, oh, I'm narrative. very much believe in contract years. Goodbye a lot, crab legs with that contract. You're goddamn right, yeah. See, I'm leaning more towards the uh, the New Orleans Saints uh, with the maybe the Atlanta Falcons getting the other wild card spot yeah. because. Honestly, I I think that first off, we're not too far removed from the Falcons being a major contender. That's what I was saying. Yeah. It's like that's why I think it's going to be. I think a lot of, they're going to might eat each other alive here. I think Cam Newton. The only issue I have is Cam Newton. He no, he's just been injured again. Well, I know. Well, that's why I think I think he's going to come back. I think he's going to come back healthier than ever. Well, he just injured his ankle. I listen. Ankle, I mean, it might have been a light ankle, but light ankles happen. I don't know. I I just I can see him having a big year. I I listen. Cut, when, cut, you're cut, right. Cut. When he's healthy, he's great. I know. Oh, yeah. I, I, the problem is, is you know, you take too many hits at some point. Yeah, eventually, they were, they were in it for most of last year. And, and what happened is his shoulder went out. Shoulder went out. They they went out. But like up until then, they were they were leading the division up until I want to say week ten. Yeah, yeah they, they were. They, they were. They, were, they were in it. Yeah. And I, I I think the New Orleans Saints have just everything still together from what they had the last two years. They have a good O line. They lost Unger, but then they were they doubled up on replacing yeah. Unger with actually probably a better centers. They got Eric McCoy and uh, Eastman. So, but my point to that too is everyone's like, "Oh, look how old Tom Brady is." Drew Brees is just as old, and you can see his the zip on his ball was down a lot last year. And I'm still, don't worry, he's still top six quarterback in the league. But like you know, I just age catches up with you eventually. I don't care how athletic you are. But here's the thing. They're doing the exact same thing the Patriots are. Quick, short game, mm-hmm. throw the running backs, get good matchups. Yeah. Uh, and then they also have probably I mean, one of the, the stickiest hands at receiver, Michael Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying they're not going to be good. I'm just saying I can see that I can see he's a little faltering. Plus, they're still pretty upset with uh, that, call, that call from last season, yeah. which can't distract the team, you know? Like, uh, you know, that's one thing. I, guess. I think we all agree that it was a terrible no call in the playoff, in the championship game. But also maybe just run the ball on first down, Sean McVay. Uh, not Sean McVay, Sean Payton. Well, running the ball on first down. Uh, you know what I mean? That play series, though, where you just kill some clock. Yeah, like, that's true. Like uh, trying to to eat up some time. Yeah, because they did the throw and they gave them. You know, they left on the forty seconds on the clock. That's true. Yeah. Um, for the Rams. 
but again, my my thing with the the Saints is that also their defense has been better the last two years, and they're they're able to play a lot more man coverage. They actually have corners who can play man coverage. Like a, is like is like Marshawn Lattimore. Lattimore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Marcus May, and then when they Marcus also May's got Chauncey Gardner. No, not Marcus May. Uh, was it Marcus Williams? Yeah. Yeah, they, again, say, why are all these safeties named Marcus? That, that's my oh, big no, question. Yeah, that's that's what we got to figure out. Why is it just your name, your Stop kid Marcus, your and kid they become Marcus. a good safety? Yeah. yeah. Um, or um, at least league average safety, depending on which Marcus we're talking about. Actually, both of those yeah. are pretty, like, a Marcus May's problem average. is just say he's hurt all the time. Like, like I think him and, like. But if, they also got Chauncey Gardner Johnson. They got, yeah. you know, they still have uh, Cam Jordan, who's really underrated as far yeah, as the pass I heard he did tell her his ACL, I heard. He's Cam Jordan. I think you got hurt like recently. I'll, go, I don't know, I'll, I'll look it up. There's a lot of these. All right. Well, if that's the case. You want to switch to the NFC West? Yes. Yes. And uh, and as we all agree, we're all picking the Cardinals to. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Right. Even, even our our super pro Cardinals stance oh, yeah, earlier. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're big contradictory guys. No, Rams. This is a, really even a question I'm, for anybody else. I'm picking the Seahawks. Really? I'm picking the Rams to get a See, wild card. But I'm, I'm picking, picking Seahawks for the wild card. No. It was like I think uh, no Rams are a good team, but I think golf. I could just see golf just if, if declining golf a bit. Is you're right? Yeah, and Todd Gurley's I mean, going to be banged up. They also. have the best backup quarterback in the league now. Oh, oh yeah, Blake, Blake, Blake Bortles. Bortles. Well, yeah, six. because Brissett's no longer a backup quarterback. Yeah, he's the well, he's the boss. well, he's going to be a backup quarterback once Chad Kelly gets his job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, I, I think I'm going Seahawks on this one, man. Right. I I think Seahawks win it. Really? I, because I, I can see, a, uh, it depends on whether Sean McVay, first off, I think that defense still, like, they just, they haven't been able to get that defense totally right. They played really good defense at, at some points last year, mm-hmm. and they really haven't replenished, all, especially the back end. Yeah, they really haven't been able to find that. So you're going to be able to beat them out in a shootout. Granted, you still have to try to worry about Aaron Donald, who is a, listen, if you're building up a defense, that's the number one guy you want on your defense is Aaron mm-hmm. Donald. I, but... They lost a lot of uh, pieces in the interior of their O-line. If Andrew Whitworth goes down, Ooh. my belief is that that team falls apart. Yeah. And people are also figuring out parts of McVay's scheme. I don't disagree with any of that, but I still think McVay is a, is a young genius. Like, he is. I think he'll find a way to put it together. There was a lot of... He innovates. He's, a, he's and, an innovator, and I think I think that Goff is a guy who's smart enough. And I think, you know, he seemed like a guy who understood how he played in the Super Bowl. I think he wants to redeem himself a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, because you got to remember the mental aspect. This game is 98% mental. And then two percent physical. So we'll see if he bounces back. I think I think he'll bounce back nicely. He's got a good motivating coach in Blake Bortles. <laughs> Blake the Snake Bortles. Listen, that, that that'll be his how, new how wrestling fun, moniker. Think about how much fun it's gonna be if the Rams go up like forty nothing on on a team and they pull out golf in the fourth and then just got some Blake time. Oh my oh, god! Oh yeah, come on. And then he throws three picks and they end up being back in the game. Well, there nice. we go. That keep, <laughs> keeps games exciting. You're welcome, America. So who are you guys' wild cards? Because I think mine's definitely the Cowboys and the Falcons for the NFC. Mine. Uh, Seahawks and Cowboys for me. Meyer, Packers and Rams. Ooh. Okay, uh, I'm not also not gonna I'm not gonna sleep on the 49ers. I think that that you know Jimmy Jimmy G Jimmy G's coming back. I think we really haven't gotten a chance to see uh, uh, Shanahan really coach because just they've been plagued by injuries. But I think this year they're relatively healthy. You st- uh, you know I think I think there's a chance they could surprise some teams this year. Remember there were a lot of people's pick last year to be the surprise team, but then Jimmy G went down week three and then nothing. But this year, I, yep, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if he's able to get back to where he needs to be. He played pretty well last night oh, yeah. in the preseason game, but he also didn't play well the other preseason yeah. game. So it's very hard to gauge. Mm-hmm. Again, like we're saying in preseason, 
we haven't seen him play a real game in over a year, almost a year. Yeah. And he really ha he's played less games than Baker Mayfield. Yeah. yeah. Like that's the shocker when you when you put that on like the the note. It's like what uh, he hasn't played as like a full season's worth of games yet. So. I, I feel a little bit more... Uh, I, I understand why people are picking him as the surprise team. I I think also the interior of that offensive line is not that good. Yeah. And I think they're going to get beat a lot. At, but their defense actually is going to be the one that takes a step forward. If they, yeah, I they think part of their wins is going to be part of the defense. Yeah. You got Nick Bosa now, so that's huge. Yeah, Nick He's also coming for, off for, of an injury. Yeah. I'd say for all two games he'll play because the Bosa's are always injured. Yeah. he. I think he has an ankle sprain right now. And that was a big worry with him coming out. But they also got... Uh, uh, the the pass rusher from uh, Kansas City, not D Ford. Was it D Ford? It was D. Yeah, it was, it was D, D Ford. Ford. Yeah. Yes, not D Ford. D Ford. D Tom Ford. Brady definitely could, D Tom Ford. Brady could D thank yeah. his last ring for him. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. that sucks for him. So, mm -hmm. AFC. AFC. Right, Who do we right. think is going to win the AFC? And uh, uh, come on, AFC East. Patriots. No, no, no. No, it's it's no, it's 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 Pat's one hundred percent. Last year they the could Patriots start being they, kings. Here's here's the one thing I'll agree with you in terms of Tom Brady's system quarterback. His numbers are very inflated, getting to beat up in the AFC East for twenty straight years now. Yes, yes. Like, they're a little in, like him and Peyton Manning. They're like, oh, their numbers are their numbers are so they the first six games against dog shit teams every year. Yeah. Yeah, but to be fair, well, like when Peyton played in the uh, AFC West, so I had to play against some good like Chargers and Chiefs. Teams, no, I'm not. So. Oh, I'm great. Yeah. He had some good final years there. Yeah. But I'm not saying Peyton Manning was a bad quarterback. No, no, no he's his brother. But uh, you know, <laughs> I'm referring to uh, the other one, not Eli. So now, now we got the easy one out of the way. Okay. Uh, AFC South. South. This is. This got on Jags. I see. I. I. I want always every year. I want to believe in the Texans. I really do. I really want to believe in them because I think they they deserve it. But every year they just keep fucking. They're gonna make the playoffs and lose in the first round. I just like it's how many times they have no offensive line. No offensive line, but you know they got a Sean worse. Watson's great, and I and their defensive line's amazing. He's gonna die. Still, Deshaun Watson's gonna die behind that O line. They'll go nine and seven and make the playoffs. But that's thing is like they they, they, they galvanize each other. He's like. Uh, Jaguars are nice and all, but it's still Nick Foles, who's great in the playoffs. But the re people forget in the regular season, so they, they don't even ass. They don't need to be they don't need for him to be great in the regular season. He just needs to be better than Blake Bortles, which, which he will do. be. And they already got that amazing defense. Like they they saw like what like like a top ten defense last year, and they were dog shit because Blake Bortles was just so bad last year. And you also have to remember that. The Leonard Fournette was out most of the year. I think if uh, if Nick Foles plays up to you know just his regular regular season pace see, and a healthy Leonard Fournette, I think the, uh, the Jags are going to be good. I don't think any of these teams are particularly great. Great. Yeah. That's so the I, here's the thing: I see the Titans snaking it too, baby. Small chance of it. Like like you know again, contract year for Mariota, lose it or prove it. And I like uh, uh, I can't think of their coach. Um, um, uh, Vrabel. Vrabel, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, I just like the way he takes hits and <laughs> warm-ups. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that guy's going to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and listen, he's a good head coach. He's a motivator. And they still, like, they were playing really hard even to the yeah, end last they, year. They were, yeah. they were close. And then they have Tannehill as a backup right now. And do you figure Mario will go down quickly and he'll get some time? Yeah, well, and that's the thing. You have a, a high enough level backup so, that like, even like your injury-prone quarterback so Like The NFC South is probably the best in terms of high-level competition. The AFC South is probably the worst in terms of level of competition, I think. Like, like, just let, like they're all equal in parity, but all not great. Yeah, and it's all different weaknesses. Yes. So I, I think I might go with the Jags on this one too. I think it's the. 
I think they're, you're going to see another spike year from the Jags, and then next year they'll fall apart again. You know what? I'm going to take the Titans, just to be different. Yeah. I, I think I, I'm talking myself into it now. But, like, I, I, I like the Jags. I do. But, like, My, their defense, but I just don't trust Nick Foles, and they have some offensive weapons. Titans, you know, they, they, they had a nice year last year, and they were close. I think Mariota's going to end up getting his, his owner like injury again because uh you know week one they don't the first four weeks they don't yeah, have but, taylor lawan who's their best offensive lineman i'm aware but also like you know mario goes down Tannehill's like honestly about a par yeah like i'm not too worried it's not you're not losing much this is true and that's why they <laughs> they traded for him yeah all right so afc west west chiefs chiefs, chiefs, chiefs. like i think uh are the this whoever comes in second in this is going to make the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to be the wild card. Yeah, because I, again, I can see the Broncos making the play for the wild card this year. Uh, I know. Listen, I'm a I'm a big Joe Flacco guy. I'll say it. The way he throws those pass interceptions, no one, no one. <laughs> or, but their defense is still pretty nice, and uh, you know, I can see them putting together enough wins and strings of it to make the you know nice nine and seven or ten and six. But the Chiefs are going to die. I mean, they did lose a lot uh, in Kareem Hunt's and I guess Tyree. For reason, Tyree kills not getting suspended. Yeah, I don't, system I don't works. Get that one. So that's good for them. No video. That's all that matters. Audio, yeah. <laughs> uh, I agree. I think yeah, we all agreed with the Chiefs. I I think the Chargers are one of my wild cards here. No. And, and it depends on Russell Okun being there. Fair. Um, but no if, Melvin Gordon. No Melvin Gordon. I think they can get eighty percent of the production or seventy percent of the production they got with Melvin Gordon mm-hmm. with the guys they have on the roster, and they might trade for somebody, or they might trade, you know, they might trade Melvin Gordon away for something. That's true too. Yeah. Losing Derwin James, though, man, that Ooh, that, yeah. that was big. Now they honestly, one of my favorite guys who they got, Jerry Tiller, he looks like he's playing really well. Yeah, no, I, I think I, listen, the charge. I just don't trust Philip Rivers because he's a mediocre quarterback. I'll, Shots I'll fired! Yeah, great. Shots I, fired, I stand yeah. by that. Yo, yo, when, that's my boy. That's my. I, even though I'm not a Chargers fan, that's I why? like Philip Rivers. Why is he? Your, like, I don't why? know. Because like, I, I actually do like the way he plays. He plays hard. He he is uh, he's very good at like yo. We're losing. We're losing. We're yeah, losing. Last really good, minute he's win. Re, he's really good at losing. And he's no, also, no, no, he's like, also really I mean, good at blowing in the fourth quarter. He's also no, but he's also good at doing the exact opposite of winning in the fourth quarter. All right, that's we literally just named both the sides of how to be a quarterback. I'm really good at winning and losing in the fourth quarter. Now, Philip Rivers is the most like over- the comeback. I mean, the most overrated quarterback of all time. Uh, Tom period. Uh, uh. No, that's not even close to being true. <laughs> like, listen, I, I, I mean, I, I, understand, yeah. I understand. I understand. It's not your fault. Here, here's what's not your fault. He can't throw past the five yard. I mean, line. at 43 yeah. years old, he wasn't able to do that at 23 either. Like that first the Super Bowl run, he had one touchdown pass the entire playoffs. All right, so AFC right, North. There was a running game. All right, this is another interesting one, dude. This has got to be. I think this is probably one of the toughest divisions. I'm, to I pick. Want, want me to go first? Yeah, go, go right first. ahead. I'm going Browns. Yeah, that's the hot take pick. I'm going Ravens. Ravens. Say Steelers, so it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Am I allowed to say Steelers? I don't know. Steelers. I think I could lose my Browns card on that yeah. one. Yeah, no. I, well, I, I said Pats as a Jet fan, but. We, they, well, yeah, they but the, 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 year, so. the yeah, but the Jets barely have a chance of beating the Pats. As far as the, I, I feel like the Browns have a bit. The thing is, the, the Browns worry me with the offensive line. Yeah, but dude, their defense is going to be crazy good. Oh, my, oh, yo, Denzel, Olivier Vernon, oh, yeah. Sheldon Richardson, De- Miles Garrett, Larry yeah. Ogunjobi, mm-hmm. Chris Smith, Zettel. And, they, they have guys who would start and, on other teams. And you, and you're also sleeping. I think you got like the best corner deal in the league with Greedy Williams and Denzel Ward, also. Yeah. And that's a deep spot too. They yeah. got T.J. Carey. They got uh, Malcolm Mitchell. They played Mitchell, who Terrence Mitchell, who played way above grade last year, but he's still a solid player. Yeah. 
And then Demarius Randall's been playing good at free safety. The real issue they have is that at strong safety, which actually they got Morgan Burnett, Eric Murray. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a crazy defense. They drafted extra they drafted extra linebackers this year, and Schobert's a really good linebacker. He's their best middle linebacker, and he's making plays. And I I like what I've been seeing coming out of their defense. The offense I'm a little worried about, but. Dude, how many points do you have to put up a game with you know Odell, Baker, Nick Chubb? And they haven't even played those guys. Kareem oh, Hunt, second this, half of the year. I know. Well, this is my thing with that. Is like, I agree. The Browns are looking good for this season. But now all eyes are on them. It's a rookie head coach. Uh, it is Baker in his second season. And you know what? Baker, I like I like the flash. I like how you know, he talks shit. I do. I do like it. But guess what? That's easy when things are going well. And things went pretty well for them last year. If you get off to a slow start and questions start coming in and heads start getting hot, teams devolve. It happens. And it's also the fucking Browns. So it's not <laughs> like they haven't been used to disaster after disaster after disaster. And I'm not saying, listen, they've had a great, great turnaround these last few years. I think they've done a good job. They basically, they... They inadvertently tanked on purpose, I guess, to get their guy. And I do think Baker is their guy. But I'm saying, listen, as a Giants fan, I've dealt with fucking Odell. He's a fucking pain in the ass. He is he not makes... a pain in the ass. It's Eli who's a pain in the Who, ass. He's... How is he the pain in the ass? When the day before like playoff game, fit. he's out doing coke on the boat. Who wouldn't be doing coke on the boat? Like, <laughs> say, Listen, uh, top, you don't hear that shit out of the Patriots, and this is the reason why they won six Super Bowls. Because they are fine with quarterbacks kissing their son. Yeah, yeah, Seattle, though, son Seattle's had that similar situation. It depends on your... It, Listen, your top wide receiver wasn't doing coke in Seattle. <laughs> no, who was oh, the top oh, wide receiver in Seattle at the time? Uh, Doug Baldwin? Yeah, I guess what... Doug Baldwin was a good wide receiver. But not at the time. Not when they were getting to the... the... Yeah, he was, he was solid. Nobody nobody walked there. At that Who's time... Who's the guy that went when to the, they uh, Percy Harvin? Yeah, he was... Dude, Percy Harvin like got into fights with people. Yeah, wait, I was, wait, I'm you, fine with fighting. It's like wait, what you said something about like the, you don't hear that from the Pats. Wasn't like Gronk on is like was yeah, but Gronk, Gronk never did anything wrong. He danced. So does Odell. And does blow. And he is like where is like where do you get where are you getting the stuff? Where, plays where are you where are you here? He does not take plays yes, off. He if, does. if he well, takes plays off, Eli takes whole games off. It's fine because the Browns got Nick Chubb, the Browns got Jarvis Landry, they got David Njoku, they got Richard Higgins, who is a great... You guys can talk yourself to Odell all you want, all right? Listen, 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 as as somebody who's been broken up with him now, (laughs) like, it it feels... It's funny because I remember you being on this podcast a a few months ago and you were like, no, no, there's actually a good reason for him to like Odell. He's a great receiver. You were pissed off about that trade. Yeah. It's like, it's, yeah, it's, like the, it's like the only it's like it's like the I only listen, place where you can a, find something wrong. He's got Golden with, Tate now is what we understand. A, as a fan, you live and die by Hot I'm not excited by Golden Tate. Listen, <laughs> I, listen, 2021. That's my year. I'm looking at uh, that's my that's our year. We'll listen, be back. Ryan Tannehill 2.0 is no, a playoff. No, but Eli, losing. Eli Manning will be leading us to the Super Bowl 2021. <laughs> listen, the, listen. The only is like the only. The idea that Odell is a problem came from a bunch of boomers in the Facebook no. comment section who took selfies in their car wearing MAGA hats. That's, that's where that that's shit came not, from. That's not true. Go to, go, go to any... any a problem, period. How is he... He's, all right, he's all going right. to win a Super Bowl with the Browns. He's winning a playoff game, Odell. <laughs> Talk to your garbage quarterback about that. All right, all right. In your corners, in your corners. Yes, with a great defense. All right, so who are the two wild card teams? Uh, the AFC, didn't we already say them? Uh, no. Uh, who are my picks? <laughs> uh, whoever loses the North, uh, so either Ravens or Browns. I feel like Steelers are definitive third. And then I'm going to say, I'm going to pick the Broncos, actually. All right. Broncos. All right, my wild card teams, I'm picking the Chargers again. And the Colts. They're going to go like one and three where Brisset is going to get bent. And then Chad Kelly's going to ball out. Chargers, Steelers. 
So those are my two. Oh, I like those picks. Yeah. So. It's going to be fun this year. Oh, it is. it's going to be an interesting year. A little bit less interesting without Andrew Luck. So we'll wrap up this episode, and then we'll we'll do the Get into our, uh, fun stuff. Yes. Fun, the fun stuff. All right. So uh, if you want, you can follow uh, the podcast at DraftVice on Twitter, at DraftVice underscore football on Instagram. Check out our buddy Sean Barry's podcast, the Big Barry Podcast, and uh, Two yeah. Mike Minimum. And you can follow him at? At BigBarry63 on Instagram. And... Uh, Special thanks also to Harry Van Esser being on, uh, stand-up comedian. He's got a show coming up, right? Yep, September 5th, that Levity Live sh- show starts at 8, but you could be there at like 7.15 or something. And right. uh, what's your Instagram? Oh, uh, just Harry Van Ness. Real hard to remember. So I couldn't remember. It's a lot easier to remember than uh, you could follow me at Brojo, B-R-O-J-O, death, <laughs> that thing that happens when you die, <laughs> and punch, the delicious drink that Kool-Aid sells. And uh, if you're watching this on iTunes, if you're listening to it on iTunes, subscribe, leave a review, rate it, preferably a good review, right? Like, don't don't, don't say, like, we well, suck donkey dick. And no, then, no, give them five stars, but say we suck donkey dick. Oh, well, yeah, that's five totally stars fine. Five sucking donkey yeah. dick. Yeah, oh, they suck donkey dick on this podcast. Yeah, this is a good podcast. <laughs> yeah, there we yeah go. but we'll get, like a, like, a loyal following among just, like, the darkest corners of the internet, <laughs> Listen, so they're sad. You make money that way. Yeah, it's true. And then, uh, also, if you're on uh, the YouTube like it, subscribe, leave a comment saying we suck donkey dick. There you go. And uh, have a good week. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. I'm about to pass. I'm about to puke.